Doug. Can I hear you? I'm hearing you through the speaker for some reason. Yeah, but can I hear you? Can you? Yes. You, uh, you're allowed to hear me. Okay. Five hear. Try to guess what I'm eating here. I'm giving it five stars here. Ready? Can you hear it? Cinnamon Toast Crunch. No, oh, but it is a bowl with a spoon. Why don't they serve cereal in bread bowls? Like a, a, French, a French toast bowl. Yeah. yeah, cinnamon bread, cinnamon raisin yeah. bread bowl. What happens, though? Do you, st- do you keep doing the podcast after you strike it rich from this uh, cereal bread bowls? Oh, I'm never going to stop doing this podcast. Ever. You, what if I chew it a little bit and then open my mouth? Can you see what if? Oh, there we go. Could you tell what it was? Oh no, I'm 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 not paying attention to you anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm trying to fix this. That's probably a good way to do this show. But once I tell you what you what it is, a bowl of you're ice. Gonna, you're gonna you're gonna wish you hadn't made fun of it. It's a Cheetos flavored mac and cheese. That sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's real good. It's really good. You know, this is a uh, pretty this is a pretty huge show for us for a lot of reasons. There's a yeah. lot of different reasons this is a big time show. We kind of jam packed this one. So it's our it's episode number three thousand and one. Right. Yep. Our three thousand first episode. And not not too many podcasts have gotten to episode three thousand like we have. I know. Yeah, they're slacking. And we did it in under a year, which is pretty impressive. <laughs> right. Right. And nobody's talking about that. We're workhorses. How many episodes has uh Marin done? How many has Joe Rogan done? I think Marin's done like 17. Yeah. And, and Rogan, who knows? I lost count at one because uh, <laughs> that show sucks. <laughs> uh, did you think that when we started this thing a year ago that we would get to 3,000 episodes? Yes. <laughs> I, I'm surprised we're not further. You and I just really like to get after it. I mean, look at us. We started a podcast uh, in 2020, our 18th year in Los Angeles. You know, we're really, uh, we're pioneers (laughs) of the medium. I think it's safe to say. Well, most of the people uh, know that we were the first podcast. We just didn't we forgot to put it on the internet. We, we had been uploading it, but it was just taking a long time. Mm-hmm. We started uploading our first podcast in 2004 before iPods were even invented, really. And uh, it just now became yeah, completely now. uploaded and listenable. It took like right. 10 years for them to upload. Yeah, it was like three kilobytes a second. Yeah, we need to get some better computers. Nah, this Tandy is still holding up. Uh, another exciting thing that's happening today in the show, if I can kind of billboard this thing for a second, is that Mark Ruffalo, he's been elusive in the past, but today he's going to be stopping by to talk about his new reality show, Roughing It. Oh, with him and his brother? Yeah, Scott Ruffalo. And they uh, rehab old RVs and turn them into Airbnbs. Mm, I love it. Yeah. I love it. That's going to be a hit. So he's going to be here. Who, Scott or Mark? It was a little unclear. The publicist said that uh, Mr. Ruffalo. Welcome to Taswa Sam, the one-star podcast with Scott and Mark. Have you, uh, have you heard any more from Sean Allen Fuller? Oh, uh, the host of Taswa Saf? Yeah. No, I, uh, I sent a strongly worded cease and desist letter over to Taswa Saf. Yeah. 
which is the uh, the one <laughs> song podcast with Sean Allen Fuller. That son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Who does he think he is? Uh, well, should we start the show? Did we start it already, or should we start it now? I think it's already <laughs> started. Uh, this is a toss passage. Toss Pussage, Toss Pussage, review it all you want, star reviewers. Pip and Calgar, Scott and Jeff, what happened to Scott and Jeff? They're definitely not buried in a basement. Toss Pussage, Toss Pussage, the one star podcast with Scott and Jeff is not the best. All right, Doug, it is showtime. Ready to go? One star reviews, one star reviews, we're reading one star reviews. The new theme song. That was a Die Dr. Pepper talking. I'm sorry. It's the one star podcast with Scott and Jeff. Everybody That's right. That already. I'm uh, Kip. And I'm Doug. I'm the guest today. Kip doesn't mm-hmm. have to introduce me. Yep. All right. And uh, that's over. You guys know who I am. I'm Sc- Doug. Yeah. And uh, Scott and Jeff are uh, not with us anymore. They're no longer with us, is what we like to say. Yeah. They're uh, not, I mean, they're spiritual beings and they have passed on from their, from their human experience. Right. Right. Yeah. We think. Uh, and as you, as you said, you, as you introduced yourself so nicely, our guest today is uh, one of our, our main first guests here today is Doug Perkins. Yeah. I'm a longtime guest of Tosposage uh-huh. and a uh, hopeful future guest of Tosposaph. This is Tosposage, uh, where the show that reviews one star reviews and uh, make sure to rate us one star. Yes, please uh, take the time to rate us anywhere you rate podcasts and email us tosposage at gmail.com. Tosposage at gmail.com. I checked the email earlier. No yeah. one has emailed us, it's really <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> I would like an email, please. Please send an email for the love of God. Why are we doing this? Send an email. <laughs> I guess if somebody does email you, I'm guessing that you'll send them a pretty lengthy response. It'll be the greatest day of my life. <laughs> you know, I did. I haven't worked since March. Had a weird year, you know, just sitting in my condo waiting the for weird this year. That's a totally weird year. <laughs> uh, the. Do you know the, how this show works? Yeah, the first segment is called What You Got. Okay. That's where I kick it to you and I ask you what you got. Sweet. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. Doug, what you got? All right. So a while back, you know, in one of, the, one of our first of the 3,000 episodes, mm-hmm. I read some one-star reviews of the Museum of Death. Oh, yeah. In Los Angeles. Yeah. That's where they, they have a... a you know, artifacts surrounding death, like serial killer letters and Heaven's wow. Gate memorabilia, stuff like yeah. that. But there is yeah. another museum in Los Angeles about the industry of death. Huh. Psychiatry. <laughs> a Scientology museum? It's, but it's called Psychiatry, an industry of death museum. <laughs> I looked up some one-star reviews, and they were all pretty much the same. Yeah. And... I'll read Jackie O's one star. She's Jacqueline says, Kennedy Onassis. Yes, Jack. Okay. Yes, Jackie O. Yeah. Um, she wrote this well after her death in nine <laughs> on uh, September twenty seventh. 
Well, JFK is yeah. still alive, isn't he? Wasn't he going to come to speak at that? Didn't he speak at that uh, Trump? No, JFK Jr. is going to come back oh. and uh, arrest everyone. For being a pedophile. <laughs> if, you're, if you're not like on board with QAnon, if you're not one of those, like, th- you know, I don't know, there's probably 300,000 people who believe in QAnon, then you're a pedophile. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Okay. Jackie O says, beware. This is a front for a cult. This so-called museum is a propaganda machine for Scientology. I won't call it a church because it is not. They skew facts and history to fit the narrative, which is to worship a psycho-malignant narcissist who wrote crappy science fiction and peddled it as truth. And when it was rejected by the legitimate psychiatric community, he launched a campaign against them. These people even going so far as to blame psychiatry for the Holocaust. Don't be fooled and don't even give them the illusion of support. So that's pretty much how mm-hmm. all these one-star reviews are for this place. So I decided to... Can I say something about that, that review? I w- read one of L. Ron Hubbard's sci-fi books. He wrote this book called Battlefield Earth which is right. uh, supposedly the worst movie ever made. But the book is really good. Oh, yeah. They just, yeah, the <laughs> church the got a hold of it and Travolta's people got a hold of it and rewrote it and like rewrote the whole movie. And then he played Wait. this like kind of weird alien guy that like uh, named Turl. So, uh, so I decided the one-star reviews were all kind of similar. So I wanted to look up the five-star reviews. Yeah, okay. And these are obviously written by Scientologists. Uh <laughs> Paris T. from Seaside, Oregon, writes, uh, I enjoyed this museum. The information is truthful. The museum is about (laughs) abuses in the psychiatric field, covers abuses around the world. They are not trying to present an overall view of psychiatry, focuses on abuses in the field. I stress this because of reviews I read prior to the visit. It is run by Scientology, but that has nothing to do with the info presented. (laughs) Five stars. (laughs) Okay. We should tread carefully since we did just sign that billion-year contract with the Sea Org. True. Podcast. True. So 3,000 podcasts a year times a billion. 3,000 billion. (laughs) We can do it. Podcast. That's going to be a record that won't be broken. Uh. Juan H. of Gardena, California says, this place is great. Highly recommend it. Very insightful to a silent epidemic that affects us all without anyone of us ever realizing it. <laughs> silent oh, epidemic. Thanks, like Juan. You have to choose to go to a psychiatrist and pay them a bunch of money. It's not like they're coming into your house and like brainwashing you like this Scientology thing is. <laughs> uh Here's a, here's a review from an elite Yelper uh, who also may be an elite Scientologist. <laughs> His name is Gino G, and he says, This place is so cool. They did a great job on the detail of the exhibit. I love the padded room and the very accurate lobotomy room. As long as you understand it's a brainwashing against modern medication. I wish the aliens would come cure mental illness from the earth. It's so cool. I don't know. <laughs> so. It was a very accurate lobotomy room. What's the experience <laughs> yeah. of this guy have? <laughs> yeah, I remember that field trip in high school when we went to go watch lobotomies. 
<laughs> oh, here's Charlene B. of Hacienda Heights. This place is still around, and I'm glad. I take different people here all the time. And Why? They always, and they always come out in awe, learning new things they never knew about, and myths busted. I bought the Making a Killing DVD the very first time I came to visit this place with a friend about three to four years ago, and after I watched it, I knew I had to share it. My mom's a nurse, and even though she already knows a lot of this stuff, I showed it to her and she was in shock. She then took it and shared it with her dentist, and he made a copy to share it, and on and on. They still sell the DVD I bought a while ago, along with other new juicier information DVDs. Whichever one catches your eye, just make sure you get one and share it. With your dentist. Yeah, thanks, Charlene. <laughs> uh, sure. Can you imagine coming to, uh, coming to Hollywood? To visit Charlene B, you know, and what are we gonna do? We're gonna go to the, gonna go to the gonna Hollywood go? sign, or you, we're going to a concert at the Greek Theater? Oh no, nope. The Industry of Death Psychiatric Museum. Yeah, they, it's cool because they know me there. I come here every weekend. First, let's watch this informative DVD. Oh shit, my dentist has it. All right, we got to go to the dentist first, and then we're gonna go to this museum. Dentists and museum. You guys in? Uh, here's another one, but this is one star that shares similarity with Charlene's. Also an elite Yelper, Christy J, gives it one star and says, I wish I had Googled what this place was before going. I'm a sociologist with a background in psychology. If I had known this was run by the Church of Scientology, I'd never have gone. Worse, I brought out-of-town friends to this. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> the first half of the museum was okay, to say the most, but I could tell that they were skewing the facts with the Holocaust. But by the time you get to the end with the new sides of psychiatry, it became far too obvious that this was skewed. They left out seriously needed info on topics to fit their agenda. All in all, this was a mistake to walk through. Constant lies and misdirection. Glad it's free, but I doubt they'd get anyone to go if it wasn't. What did she think she was going to? She's like, oh, no, this isn't what I signed up yeah. for when I signed up to go to a psychiatry death museum. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what were they? Expecting? I don't know. Maybe since she's in sociology and psychiatry, she thought she could show off her like knowledge to her friends from out sure. of town yeah. by taking them here. Like, that would yeah. be my guess. That's a good move. That's what I would do. That's why when my friends are in town, I take them to the boring museum. <laughs> museum about boredom and what to do when you're bored. Boredom has to be a fairly new modern day problem. Pre-TV, it would have been pretty easy to get bored as a kid. Well, maybe TV is what made people get bored because they saw TV and then they thought everything else was boring. And... Once they, once they got a taste, you know, like it was easier to become bored when they weren't watching TV. It does feel like TV is a bit of a drug. Not podcasts, though. Oh, yeah. Podcasts aren't boring at all. Podcasts are the cure to boredom. Excitement. Yeah. Just nonstop action and excitement. I'll add some explosions. <laughs> okay, good.
What you got? What you got? I got something here for, oh, uh, uh, Ancestry. Ancestry.com. You know, the DNA oh, cool. tests. You ever done one of those DNA yeah. tests? I have. What's your, wh- how did it go for you? Yeah, we all took the DNA test and it led my dad to find out that his dad wasn't his real dad. Was he able to find the, out who the the father was? I'm hoping it's Bill Gates. <laughs> Your but, dad's dad is Bill Gates. Yeah, my dad's dad is Bill Gates. <laughs> I think my dad might be older than Bill Gates, but who knows? Sorry, I got lost on the... Oh, here's one. Here's uh, this is one for uh, Planet Fitness. Oh, I never did. I do. I never even did the ancestry ones. No, <laughs> I'll do it later, I guess. Uh, and you know the a- idea behind Planet Fitness, right? It's kind of like a gym that you don't have to feel self conscious at, sort of easy going oh, gym. I, I didn't know that. That's yeah. true. Yeah, they have pizza parties there. Here's a here's a review from Jesse G. When I first got there, there was nobody to sign me in because the guy was talking to someone. And I'm doing squats in a barren gym with one other person around, and the lunk alarm goes off. How about a... Yeah, the lunk alarm. So when somebody's like... There's a a lunk on the loose. Yeah, so whenever somebody's working out too hard there, they, they like press an alarm. Is that true? It's true. There's a lot of reviews in here about the lunk alarm. (laughs) <laughs> oh man that's awesome that's really funny can you imagine if planet fitness was an actual planet <laughs> you just land and immediately the lunk alarm goes off <laughs> that's, that's probably part of their mission statement we're gonna but eventually we'll have our own planet right uh here's jessica v who gives it one star and says planet fitness does not care about their customers my family have been members for over a year recently someone cut open and stole from the woman's locker room cut open and stole from the woman's locker room they don't say what it oh is. oh like there's probably a vault in the women's <laughs> locker room. everyone keeps their bras and so they cut into it with like a torch <laughs> oh when when this occurred, the staff was notified by the first person whose stuff was taken. The staff did not notify the rest of the gym to gather all the people whose stuff was stolen. When my mom realized her stuff was stolen, the staff members basically said there was nothing they could do and said she should file a police report. Hmm. My mom gets a notification on her phone that this person was using her credit cards at Target. We went there. <laughs> worked with the staff and they gave us video of the person who was using the credit card. Planet Fitness did not want to work with the police <laughs> to match Whoa. the video to the member who stole from the lockers. We yeah, escalated. The police. <laughs> That's a police. <laughs> the police have no jurisdiction on Planet Fitness. It was really funny that the police could be pulled off of some sort of current murderous investigation, have to figure out what happened at the in the Planet Fitness locker room, and then we traced him to Target. Yeah, and they, <laughs> but why do they need the Planet Fitness people to get on board if they have the police? I don't know. Yeah. But Planet <laughs> Fitness, they didn't want to uh, arrest these people. Uh, <laughs> but I like how there's... There's a lunk alarm, but there's not an alarm when things are stolen <laughs> from the locker room. Uh, here's one from Judy T. Judy Tenuda. 
the old 80s comedian says, after being in the area for a bit, compared to the other Planet Fitness, I am underwhelmed by the customer service here. The customer service here shows the gym intimidation motto of Planet Fitness isn't true. So that's their motto, something about gym intimidation. I hmm. honestly chose Planet Fitness because of two things. The motto, no gym intimidation, and the membership value. I chose this gym brand because I had experience with feeling uncomfortable at a gym due to people approaching me uncomfortably, treating my time on machines as less valuable, etc. At this gym, I experienced feeling uncomfortable. I just started to use a machine and someone asked me if I'm using it. Uh, of course I am. He then proceeds to stand within two feet of the machine with his arms crossed, legs apart, and staring. Unwilling to be gym-timidated, they say. I finished my three sets. The issue with this is that I brought this up with the staff, and the staff looked at me with annoyance, denying that there was gym-timidation involved. <laughs> <laughs> they, looked, they tried to look it up. Yeah. In the well, let's, yeah. let's see if, uh, if there's gym Oh, that word doesn't exist. I'm sorry. I, it seems like they should, probably get the, <laughs> they should probably get the police down here for this one. Don't you think? Yeah. Sir, put your hands against the... Yeah. Were you gym intimidating? <laughs> All right. We're going to have to... Uh, we're going to have to execute you. <laughs> uh, here's one. Here's a short one. This is from Lisa P. Lisa P gives Planet Fitness one star and says, I wear whatever I want. Why can't wear short jean? Why can't wear short jean? Yeah. Everything are ridiculous. This gym like shit. Why can't wear short jeans? Well, it's a good question. Yeah. Um, you it should be able like to the, wear short jeans. Yeah, the people that are, the commercial should have people wearing jean shorts in it. It's a short perfect jean. short it's jean. Short. short jean, I mean. I, that's what I work out in, I, all denim. It's not short jean, it's long jean and uh, <laughs> shirt jean. And I wear a uh, hat jean. <laughs> Oh, then here's, here's one more, actually. Here's one. This is uh, this is actually an article I found about Planet Fitness. This is of somebody that was at Planet Fitness, right? This is them, like, tweeting at the, while they're at Planet Fitness, they say. This is Christine says, I look up, and I did a double take. This guy just walked right by me completely naked. He's, he's doing a yoga class naked. There's pictures of this guy. He looks like a kind of a real crazy person, like a cult leader, who walked mm -hmm. out of the gym completely naked and just started you know, enter, entered into a yoga class that was beginning. And then people complained. He said, I thought this was a judgment-free zone. <laughs> He's got a point. It's a, real, it's a real news story. <laughs> <laughs> Tosposash, sponsored by Planet Fitness. The gym intimidation-free zone. And if you have any issues whatsoever, just call 911. <laughs> Customer service is number one, if you don't like the customer service, yeah, get the police involved. <laughs> okay, that's what I have. I think that it might be a good time then for the break. What do you think? Let's do it. Give me a break, I sure deserve it. It's time I made it to the top. Pretending, won't let him get the best of me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 
Give me a break, and I know what it takes. How to kiss him out to Living in a hurricane. Living in a hurricane. So, uh, Doug, we're back from the break. The break is over. Um, a lot of people have been asking for us to do a episode that's all the break. And, yeah. well, we don't have to because that's a new podcast from the scott and jeff podcasting network the break the break the podcast so kip uh do you have any uh sponsors this week no i've been talking about the uh merch a lot lately but i the we've got a little bit more merch oh nice coming out this is perfect uh, just in time for a late christmas gift this is the uh the tossed massage bottomless mug oh i love love that coffee uh it says no bottom to it oh there's no bottom it's like kind of a cylinder shape gotcha with a Um, handle four handles four handles just in case yeah oh okay yeah yeah because it's uh it sucks when you set down a mug and the handle's away from you Mm -hmm. oh yeah so this way it's never away from you yeah so the four handles are evenly spaced out yep yeah oh that's good yep that's good. I uh, uh, so if you set it down on a table or something, it could keep some liquid in it as long yeah. as the table is very smooth. Yep, yep. But it's it's di- some people are saying that it's difficult to drink out of though. Well, people are difficult. Yeah, and I feel like a mug is more for looks than drinking out of. You know, you put it on the old desk yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. It's more it's, of, just, it's more of a piece of art. It's sort of just to prove to people that you know what mugs are yeah because nobody will take who's going to take you seriously if you don't drink or pretend to drink coffee yeah it's sort of a virtue signaling in a way Uh Uh uh-huh but with but with mugs shall we continue along the path uh toward the end of the program yeah let's do it (laughs) okay doug what else you got okay happy to be a part of this uh new segment (laughs) what else you got um here's some reviews for a landlord i did some landlord reviews a while ago <laughs> yeah those were great here's a couple quick, Ice. quick reviews for a building in lakeview which i believe is in south la yeah by compton yeah, yeah. and anonymous gives this uh apartment building one star and says I had birds for quite a while. Then I had to give them away, sadly, because of a dumb insurance for birds. And then another anonymous person says, ever since they brought in the new manager, things have been getting ridiculously strict when the place is not even worth living here. It's so expensive. They want insurance on birds. (laughs) There was quite a few here with birds, which we had to give away because no one is paying so much for birds. What are these birds going to do? I recommend looking elsewhere. Cheaper either way. So, so I had no complex. idea Yeah, that birds were so popular. A lot of pet birds? Yeah. A lot of, a lot of apartment people in Lakeview with birds. I don't, uh, uh, I don't So understand. the bird insurance, is that like uh, you have to go through State Farm or something? It's just like you have to pay extra to have a bird. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I, I wonder if it varies depending on the bird as well, uh, how much the yeah, insurance yeah. is. Because, sure. you know, you have some real wild card birds. Like if you had a 
if you had a hawk or a falcon in your apartment, yeah. I what imagine, if you had? What if you had? A, that would be had high. An emu. Yeah, if you had emu in your place. Yeah, exactly. The bird insurance uh, premiums are probably pretty high for an emu. That's a, I mean, an emu is pretty much just another roommate. They should have to pay the amount. They have their own room and pay the same amount as a roommate would. Yeah, but then you got to get yeah, roommate this. insurance. <laughs> uh, but yeah, bird insurance. I I'm gonna. I'll get I'll get on the horn with State Farm see if they offer that up. I need to find a another insurance policy to get in order to get a discount on my first insurance policy. You know oh, how that works? Oh, I see. Yeah. So, so you bundle them. You get your jet ski insurance and your bird insurance bundled. If if I had bird insurance, I would probably I imagine just end up murdering the bird for the insurance money. You know, if time, you know the, we do some tough. pretty cruel things to animals. You know, as a species of humans you know yeah um but that one where you take the bird you know we always dream about flying and everything and then you find that one thing that can fly and then you put it in a cage inside and <laughs> don't let it fly anywhere that seems like the one of the worst i mean the murdering them and eating them right and then wearing their skin around is bad <laughs> true you know? yeah it's kind of bad yeah but i the, putting them in cages yeah is weird but i also think like I have indoor cats and it's pretty much like having a gerbil in an uh, aquarium of some sort, but my cats have no teeth. So like they gotta be indoor cats, but what yeah, do they have? they're, they're hostages. What do they have? You, you took their, you took their teeth out so they couldn't like, uh, yeah, harm I, you in any I way. wear them around my neck. <laughs> <laughs> no, they had some like weird, uh, tooth disease that's common. Oh, I didn't know that. So they have to eat that soft food? Cat talk! Um, Kip, what else you yeah. got? Okay, so this is a review uh, of our show. This review is uh, just says, uh, you guys are so creative. And that's from uh, M. Perkins. <laughs> Do you know who that is? Uh, I imagine it's my mom does the M stand for my mom? Mom Mom Perkins. Does your does your mom uh, enjoy the podcast? No, I don't think she. she, I don't think she listens at all. She always says she's been meaning to listen. (laughs) Uh, Do you know about my mom that she loves it? Yeah, long can't get enough of this show. Pat Madsen's still there to this very day. She took really took a bullet. She listened to it to make sure the podcast wasn't poisoned. Dice All right, what else you got, Doug? Numero uno. <laughs> uh, well, we're going to have to wrap this up uh, pretty quickly, but I'll just read a few reviews of body wash. This is for uh, some generic body wash. Tanya gives it one star and says, waste of money, terrible product, doesn't even clean my husband. <laughs> doesn't even clean my husband. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's so funny it's like i just picture her bathing her husband like he's yeah, sitting like he's down in the bathtub <laughs> is he like going through a car wash or like it's a like it's a, a unruly or oh, shaggy old dog or something yeah she's married to a, her dog <laughs> uh and then evolutionary backwards interesting name says danger no kidding this is the most dangerous product on the planet whoa 
My wife purchased this stuff for me at Christmas time, and I only rarely pop the top to use it as the immediate and after effects are critically dangerous. This is like showering with a personal lubricant. Only the water from your shower will not remove the viscous slime from your skin. What does make its way to the floor is slipperier than wet ice. If a broken hip from a fall in my future is imminent, this will be the cause. Be careful. Should be banned on this planet. <laughs> so that's dangerous. I bet they weren't thinking they were going to get any of those reviews about how dangerous it is. But also just throw it away. Why do you still keep it around if it's so dangerous and keep they using should, it? They should use that in their marketing. like, like uh, Yeah. Know. The world's uh, most dangerous <laughs> body wash. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> this one, it's interesting because this is the one that I was using the other day, right? Uh, it's Irish Spring. Um, it says, Irish Spring Deep Action Scrub Body Wash. It's inspired by the coarseness of Celtic rock salt. That's what you want in your in your uh, body wash. Volcanic yeah. volcanic rocks. <laughs> it feels good on my skin there. Little chunks of, of lava. Yeah, and who... I don't know, it's... it's it's soap. Like, who is reading the description of soap? Like, when I buy soap, I here's what I want the description to be. It'll clean your body. Yeah, pre, though, but pre-phone, pre-Reddit, pre-TikTok. You know, the precursor to Reddit and TikTok was the backs of shampoo bottles. Right, yeah. For in the bathroom reading. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, because... I wish they would make books out of shampoo bottles so that you could take them in the shower because I love to read. (laughs) I'll just read this one more for this Nivea body wash. Okay. Dave C says, thought this would be a good idea for the winter. That came up in another soap review. Like who's looking for seasonal soaps? yeah, Yeah. That person, remember they said it wasn't a summer soap. Oh, because, because of the bees. It attracted too many bees. Yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. But he says, yeah, thought this would be a good idea for the winter, but this soap does not lather at all. Yeah, that's in the winter you want a soap that lathers because it's cold and you want that extra layer of soap. <laughs> uh, you could use half a bottle and still not feel like you fully got your body clean. I ended up returning it to Amazon and getting the other Nivea soap. A reader in Virginia, USA, gives Nivea Body Wash one star and says, Nivea had an excellent product. The original Nivea 3-in-1 Body Wash was for body, hair, and face. It was really great. I have a photo of it. <laughs> <laughs> it, is still, okay. it is still on another company's website today. However, it is out of stock. Nowadays, Nivea downgraded its product <laughs> to being for body only. But still, <laughs> but still, they use the three in one soap body wash name. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, no. As soon as it touches your hair or face, it just immediately stops working. It just will <laughs> fall right off. It's only for the body. Fucking idiots. It'd be interesting to do a couple episodes, a good two or three episode run where we only talk about soap. <laughs> We oh, shampoos. we could easily do that. We should do that for like the the four millionth episode. 
we've got a, a special uh, listener review. From our listener. Yeah, our listener and part of the Toss Passage team, Merck Boyan. Happy to be here. I really just kind of stumbled across this thing, and it was it's really hilarious, but also perfect for your listener review section. Oh, the reviews. Uh, so this is a, a one-star review from Nani uh, to Ian Nasir. Nani says, Tell Ian Nasir, Nani sends the following message. When you came, you said to me as follows. I will give your messenger when he comes fine quality copper ingot. Then you left, but you did not do what you promised me. You put ingots, which were not good before my messenger. I have sent as messengers, gentlemen like ourselves, to collect the bag with my money. But you have treated me with contempt by sending them back to me empty-handed several times and through enemy territory? Take cognizance that from now on I shall exercise against you my right of rejection because you have treated me with contempt. Signed, Nani. This is a real, it took place in real life about real copper about 4,000 years ago. And this is the oldest ever recorded in history. One star review <laughs> discovered on a tablet. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So and so it's a, ta- it's a complaint tablet to Ian Nasir. And it, there's a picture of the tablet. It's on display in a British museum and it's on both sides. So he, someone really chiseled to get this off their chest. Wow. The museum of Yelp. I, I have a feeling though, the type of person who like writes a one star review on Yelp would be happy to do it on, in tablet form. Like they got. Yeah, exactly. All right. So this is, this is a clay tablet from ancient Babylon written in about uh, 1750 BC. This guy, uh, Ian Nasir, they found it in his house. He saved it along with several other complaints. Like people were, a lot of people were writing and complaining about this guy's shady, uh, ancient dealing. He just was totally fine with it. In fact, collected them like badges of honor in his house. Good find. And uh, so, Merck, t- Merck, tell us, tell them about your new album that just came out. Oh yeah, um, I've got an album out called Inferno. My my music name is Boy and the Bard. So you can follow me at Boy and the Bard. Anytime I get a bad review, I try to put it up there and tag the people who gave it to me. <laughs> well, it's a, it's it's a, a, good it's a album, terrible dude. business model. It's a, it's a good album. <laughs> All right. See you guys. See ya. Peace. Anything else from you? No. No. Uh, I got nothing. How about you? Anything else? You know, I, I, I should just say, I mean, no. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, uh, that's it for the show. We're done. Uh, special thanks to Scott Ruffalo, who joined us, but we were not recording. Thanks for stopping by, Scott Ruffalo. Unfortunately, yeah. uh, your segment's going to get cut because you sucked as a guest. But good luck with the uh, show. Yeah, special thanks to our other guest, Douglas Owen Perkins. Great guest. Way better than Scott Ruffalo. Thank yeah. you. Special thanks to our super fans, Marilyn Perkins and Pat Madsen. <laughs> yeah. Number one and two die stars. And uh, to all the one star me out there, keep on listening. Talk about it. Insert it into conversations with your friends. Right. You've probably run out of things to talk about this year. This is a yeah. great conversation starter and ender. <laughs> sure. You could use it for both. <laughs>
<laughs> like right. it or hate it, you got to rate it. One star. Everybody, please rate it one star. We got to get it back down to the one star that it, it deserves. And remember, folks, there's a lot of great podcasts out yeah. there. This might not be one of them. Go find another podcast. <laughs> we one. did it. We did it again. Episode 3001, Another One Abites the Dust.